Now a story about a different kind of migrant. In this case, people in China who've been displaced from their homes by major events such as the Beijing Olympics in 2008 and the Shanghai Expo in 2010. Hundreds of thousands have been forced to move to make way for these signature events. Among them is one Shanghai couple. Their house was demolished five years ago in preparation for the expo. They still haven't been compensated. Now they're squatters in an empty apartment meant for those displaced by the expo. They've been ordered to leave by tomorrow, but they're not so sure they will. The world's Mary Kay Magstead reports from Shanghai. The expo homeland apartment complex sounds like it should be something grand. It's not. It's a series of apartment compounds for Shanghainese who were forced to give up their homes to make way for the expo. It backs out on a trash incinerator. Enter one of the buildings, near the back, and there's a door with a sign on it. Right and wrong cannot be differentiated. Black and white cannot be distinguished. The law is not respected. To live is hard. To die is harder. And then, private property. Enter at your own risk. Inside, you'll find Li Guanrong, who put up the sign. Lee is a slim, no-nonsense 40-year-old former housekeeper married to a former security guard. On the wall is a photo of the artist Ai Weiwei. The place is dingy and disheveled, with concrete floors and purple bedspreads strung up as curtains. Lee and her husband have been living in this two-bedroom apartment since April when, tired of being homeless, they claimed it for themselves. This compound is for people who lost their homes to the expo construction. So I think I have a right to be here because I lost my home to expo construction. Tomorrow's my last day here, according to this notice. If government authorities come with authentic papers, I'll leave this place peacefully and then try to go through legal procedures. But if proper procedures are not followed, she says, well... She gestures to a big canister of cooking gas. I mean, you would set this place on fire? I can't say 100% that I would set this place on fire, but I'll do my best to protect my property with my life, and what I'm doing is for my respect as a human being. Lee has the grim determination of someone near the end of her rope. She says she and her husband have tried petitioning the local government, the provincial government, the national government. They went to Beijing during the National People's Congress in 2009, hoping to appeal to China's leaders. Instead, they were detained and sent home, and Li's husband lost his job as a security guard for, supposedly, disturbing the peace in Tiananmen Square. By that time, the couple and their teenage son had already spent a couple of years sleeping on the street or in miserable shacks. Meanwhile, they knew apartments in this compound were standing empty. Lee suspects local officials have kept some for themselves. When I visit Lee, a Ph.D. student named Daniel Zhang is visiting too. He's doing his dissertation on the gentrification of Shanghai. And he says Lee's case is far from unique. Officials seem to have put beautifying the city ahead of the rights of low-income people. I don't think they care. They say that they want to improve the quality of the the city center where the expo site now is. And the mayor of Shanghai, they even say that they want the whole waterfront to the the people. But obviously, the displacees are just not the people they want. Zhang says he got interested in his dissertation topic due to personal experience. My home was demolished in April last year, and that's a home where I lived for 20 years. 
And the government just saying they want to build a new town in a place I live, and I don't see the necessity for building that. And they call it public interest. He says he has tried to get answers from the Shanghai government. I made a lot of phone calls. In one day, I even made like twenty phone calls. They keep play ping pong with me, say they are not involved in this anymore, and trying to push me away. And I'm still trying. For his trouble, he says, the Public Security Bureau called him in and warned him that he was endangering national security. It told him he'd better be objective in his research. He thinks being in Lee's house tomorrow is an objective way of seeing what happens to her when her deadline to move out comes up. Lee says she's asked friends and supporters to come, and she's ready to make a stand. A government that says it values a harmonious society might want to think hard about calling her bluff. For the world, I'm Mary Kay Magstad in Shanghai.